Howdy, y'all. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Cosmetic. Cosmetic CBD-infused skincare products help ease aches, pain, inflammation, and arthritis with their proprietary topical CBD solutions. Cosmetics Hemp Pain Cream is the favorite at my house. Cosmetics Hemp Pain Cream is infused with their sweet, sweet CBD formula, which naturally fights inflammation in achy muscles and joints. Rub it deep into an achy muscle and feel it set itself free. The big deal with Cosmetics Hemp Pain Cream is that each bottle is infused with 400 milligrams of their proprietary CBD solution. You can get 20% off of your entire order at Cosmetics Online Store by using the promo code from this podcast, SOS20. That's SOS20. Be kind to your skin and go to Cosmedicated.com. That's C-A-U-S-E, Medicated.com. Do it. All right, podcast time. Welcome into South of Scruffy Podcast. My name is Ben Fields. This is my podcast. Glad you guys are here. We got some new folks out there? Good. Because we got a good one today. Chelsea Berry is here. Uh, About a week ago, Travis Wyrick, the music producer, you guys know him from the show, he he hit me up and he said, you got to meet Chelsea. And uh, Travis has been working with her. He's cut some records on Chelsea recently, and apparently it's going really well. Her stuff's blowing up. She's everywhere. Her stuff sounds awesome. Sounds great. I've been listening to it on Spotify the last couple days, get familiar with it. And uh, she's making a ton of it. Keeps coming out. Uh, you remember Andy Wood from the show a few weeks back? He uh, he plays on some of her records, and that stuff's great. So Travis Wyrick, Andy Wood, I mean, she's obviously surrounded herself with the best of the best, and she's just grabbing onto this rocket ship headed straight up, straight forward. Sounds great. Also, uh, Chelsea just recently did an interview in uh, City View Magazine with Chris Blue a fellow SOS alum, he interviewed her for the, for the magazine and that's on the shelves now. So check that out. That's out on newsstands everywhere. You can find that interview in that publication. Uh, that's a March issue, I believe. So that should be out. And, uh, I had a great chat with Chelsea and I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. Let's get into it. Here's my chat with, uh, with Chelsea Berry. We're doing the pop I'm glad Travis hooked us up. Yeah, me too. That's really cool. Yeah. He obviously, I, I forget what his text said, but he was fired up when he sent it and was like... Always. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he said he really believes in you, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. I Yeah, I want to kill him sometimes. I mean, he probably wants to kill me, but <laughs> it's all good. Is that like a good working relationship, though? You it guys is, push yeah. each other? It is, but it's just, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's it's hard navigating through the industry. Really? Very. How, are you fairly new to it or have you been doing it for a while? Oh, I'm pretty new. Really? I would say I'm pretty new. Yeah. I just, well, I feel like last year was probably professionally. Well, okay. Hold on. What year is it? 2021. 20, 20, yeah. Yeah. Next, last year, 2020 was kind of weird. I recorded my record with, okay. So 2019 was really the year I started, mm. uh, I guess, professionally doors opening and, um, I met Jack Ryan at Merle 96.7, just down the road. Yeah, country station. Mm-hmm. 
And I met Jack and he was just like, there's like a bug, sorry. <laughs> um, he was like, oh my gosh, you have an amazing voice. You know, we're going to put you on the air. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can always come back. He's like, no, I mean, right now. Wait, what? So you just went down to visit the radio I station? I went to the and- radio station and then he put me on the air like That's that awesome. afternoon. And I was like, I don't even have any material. Like, I was like, I don't. And he's like, well, what about the stuff? So I was in a competition this the Bloomin' Barbecue, the Bloomin' Bluegrass Barbecue. <laughs> I can't even C- say that. A, a music competition, songwriting. Yeah, it's a Dolly Parton thing in Sevierville. Ah, okay. So I had that was I guess that was really the start of everything. It's hard to know how far back to go, but um, well, I just started talking. I don't even know. Let's do it. <laughs> Sorry. Bloom, Bloomin' Barbecue Bluegrass. Whatever. Spectacular. It was, something. Yeah. In Sevierville. And I was a finalist for that. And um, so I had to sing a Dolly song for this crowd. Which one did you pick? I Well, I, well, I sent in I Will Always Love You yeah. and put it off until tomorrow. Nice. Which I don't know. I've never even sang that song since. <laughs> since then, but <laughs> anyways. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so I didn't win or anything, but that was the first like competition thing I've ever yeah. really done. And then, so then I had the audio from that. So that's what Jack put on the air. Oh, they were like little snippets. He actually flowed it very well. Um, and um, so they weren't like recorded. They, I think I recorded those with like my guitarist at his church or something. Gotcha. We just kind of did something to cut to, to where it sounded a little good. And that's what they put on the radio. And that's what they put on the radio. Wait. Um, so when you were down at the radio station and he said you, he was going to put you on right then, is it just like you, you had a CD or an MP3? So or? I, I sent him the, uh, like the MP3. So yeah. CDs uh, aren't a thing anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, see, Jack is on from three to seven. But PM. Yeah. <laughs> Drive time. Yes. But whenever he, I don't know if I should say, do you cut this? Uh, yeah. He pre-records it. Gotcha. So he will, uh, so we recorded it beforehand. Ah, okay. And then we, um, I mean, I feel like people would know that anyways. Because yeah. I remember the first time texting him and I was like, wait, you're on the air, but you're at the pizza place. And I was like. <laughs> Something doesn't add up here, like, sir. I, yeah, I'm like, something doesn't, he's like, no, I pre-record everything. And I was like, oh, okay. But then COVID happened and every radio station was doing that. Yeah, you know? got to. So People anyways, recording from home and exa- everything. Oh, yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, I walked in there and I, I thought I was just like meeting him to be like, can you help me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm lost. And I remember sitting down in his office and I just... I just started started like venting. And I think that that's when he saw, he was just like, okay, she's obviously getting further into this, but she needs help. <laughs> and so, yeah. So then we did like a little interview and we put that on the air. And so oh, that cool. was, that was the first time I was on the radio. So that, awesome. was, that was cool. How, how has the reception been locally to your stuff that oh, people hear? Locally, like, okay. So I'm born and raised from Maryville, which okay. is already pretty communicative. Um, yeah. You know, it's like everybody knows everybody. And um, my parents, like my mom's a teacher at Maryville City Schools. And my dad. So she knows everybody's business, so, I'm sure. Yeah. So then my dad was a firefighter for Maryville for like, I don't even know how many years. And then oh, wow. now he works in Alcoa. So they've always kind of been around. So work, working for the city. Yeah. Working for the city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah. So uh, locally, um well, I guess I just had an article come out with the Daily Times. Actually. Yeah, I read that. Steve Wildsmith. Steve, yes. Oh my, one of my favorite articles that I have read 
about yourself about myself (laughs) (laughs) because the reason why it was so great was because it was so true and it was so like you know how sometimes you worry about like Travis and I and I were actually talking about this the other day is you can have an interview and then someone could twist your words entirely and you're like you could either sound dumb you can sound biased or whatever you know and he just said it the words, I don't know. He's just a beautiful writer. And yeah, it doesn't seem like Steve has an interest in twisting anybody's words. Mm-mm. No, he wants to get it out there as it is. He wanted to share my story. Yeah. And so that was what was so great about it. But when that happened, like I got a lot of, um, I guess press and interest. Yeah. And- yeah. That was, that was really great. Good. Um, but yeah, that's like been one of my, actually my, okay. So I have, a grandmother and she's like my biggest fan and oh. I call her dot dot. Yeah. I mean, actually Travis, he's like, go talk to dot dot and see what she says about this. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I saw it. It was in parentheses in the article. Uh, yeah, Dottie Berry. Dottie. <laughs> yeah. And so I, uh, she's just like, she's been my, I mean, I'm so close to her, very, yeah. very close to her. And um, I kind of forgot what I was saying about that. This but. article Steve wrote, I know, and but... Travis and Dot Dot. Aww. And after your grandmother read the article, maybe? Oh, yes. So <laughs> she had it framed for me. Aww. And that was really... She, I, like, cried when she gave it to really? me. Really? Yeah, it was really She's your biggest biggest fan, biggest yes, supporter? she is. She Love is. It. I bet she was so proud to read the she, article. And she see. was. Yeah. That, yeah she it was. does seem like your your community, Maryville Blount County community, which is not... I mean, it's it's not far from here, but no. it's it feels like a different world than the downtown Knoxville community. Just, I guess it's so, so, much, so much smaller, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like, and I've lived there my entire life. So it's like, I come to Knoxville and I'm like, I kind of forget how bit, much bigger Knoxville is mm-hmm. than Maryville. Yeah. Maryville. But <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like they're really propping you up and everybody mm-hmm. in your community kind of believes in you. That's what I got from the, from the Steve Wildsmith yeah. article and just from some other digging I did. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel very humbled. And sometimes I'm kind of like, not that I don't like deserve it. It's just sometimes you're just you want to tell everyone thank you like a million times. You're yeah. kind of like, okay, I need to stop saying thank yeah. you because it's they're just gonna be like, okay, Chelsea, like yeah, we we know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it really is. It's so humbling to know people are supporting yeah. you, and because it like that's what it it that's what this career is is fans and people that support right. <laughs> your music. If it wasn't for them, even the biggest stars wouldn't have a career, you know. Yeah. So. It's just, it's important. It's and good to know that you've got some gratitude there. Yeah, really yeah, awesome. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. Something else I read in that article was that you were kind of scared to start the, you're just nervous to get in front of people, nervous to sing in front of people. Yeah. So I, um, I guess I've been singing since, I mean, I could talk. Mm-hmm. And then my early years, I would, uh, my dad would take me to different, bluegrass festivals and he was always listening to like Allison Krauss, John Denver, you know, Ricky Skaggs, all those bluegrass. Well, mm-hmm. I guess John Denver's you kind know. of more con- country-ish. Yeah. Yep. Folk kind of. But Ricky Skaggs is definitely bluegrass Blue- dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bluegrass. Yep. Um, and so that's kind of what I grew up on. And I remember just, I, I mean, country music was, I mean, I guess my mom says now she's like, Chelsea, you need to make sure that you say, you know, you were, you were around a lot of different music. I'm like, I know mom, but, but what I remember is those, <laughs> you know, you know how mom, you know how moms are. Yep. And um, <laughs> so 
she kind of, let's get this back. So she's always like that. And um, anyway, so my dad would take me to different festivals like that and different concerts. And I remember, um, I guess it was middle school. All my friends would, I would sing in front of my friends, no problem. But when it came to like, why don't you try out for American Idol? You know, it was really big at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, no, definitely not. <laughs> Scares me to death. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and you know, there were like different concerts in high school. I played the violin. Oh, for, nice. Yeah. Um, That's and, a good bluegrass instrument. It, yeah, it is. But I didn't play the fiddle. You know, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it was more like, you know, Classic, classical. Classical violin. And I liked it, but I didn't love it yeah. like I do uh, singing. Um, I think the violin uh, is the instrument that I think is most like a vocal. Yeah. You know, I can see that it Mm -hmm. sings and piano is like that too. I feel like, but, um, yeah. Anyway. So, um, where was nervous, nervous to do the same thing. (laughs) Sorry. I I got this. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess it was high school. There was this Valentine's day concert that the orchestra puts on and, I can't tell you how many people tried to bribe me to sing. Like one of my best friends, her mom was like, I'll buy you a coach purse if you get up here and sing. And I was just like, no, you know, it's just not, not that important. No. Even that kind of bribery wasn't was, working no, on No, Yeah. It was not working on me. And so, um, I mean, I got offered to, Dada was like, I'll pay you money. And I was just like, no, like I just couldn't do it. Like I was just like, it just, I don't know. So I just, what happened? People just heard you singing and, it, you know, while you're working or doing yeah. something else and they, and they're like, you have a beautiful voice. You should do it. And well, so this is really the turning point. I, my mom has always sang in the church choir. Gotcha. She kind of stopped for years when, while me and my sister were, I guess, getting older and then she had, you know, school and whatever. But anyway, so she started choir. I don't remember when, but and Wesley Rouse, my music director, he um, would always be like, Chelsea, why don't you come join the choir? And I'm like, no, you know, just no. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess one day I just, I think I just went with mom. I was like, okay, if mom, you go, I'll go with you. So I stood literally in the very, our choir is huge. I, well, I don't really go there much anymore, but at Fairview, it is a huge choir. So like I would stand in the top left corner right beside my mom. And keep in mind, I was like 20, 23 or 24. And I was just like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to say I hate this, but I was just like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, I just felt like I just couldn't do it. And the songs we were singing, I was just like, I don't know how to read. I know how to read music, but vocally, I don't really know how to read music. So I kind of just like sing and, you know, no one's really been like, Chelsea, here's how you sing an A, you know, A, you know. So (laughs) no one's taught me how to do that. And so that was really hard for me is that when we would like read, you know, hymns or, I mean, even contemporary music is like, I would always want to be sitting by someone who, like knew what they were doing. And then I just felt like I couldn't sing really. And I was like, I know I can sing, you know? So I was in the soprano section and I was just like, I don't really, it was just very like choiry is kind of the word I was, you know, which is fine, but I just felt like it wasn't my niche. So then I, Wesley was like, I want you to go down to alto. And I was like, okay, loved it. It was more country. It was more, not so like, operatic you know right and so that was kind of i found my niche i found this uh, jill bond she's like (laughs) she'll love for me to say her name because (laughs) she i can't tell you how many times i would be like where are we (laughs) in the the music in the music and she'd be like right here and i'm like okay (laughs) 
Um, so when you dropped down to alto, you felt like you found your range. Yeah, you I felt found, like it was I more felt, comfortable. It was more comfortable. And it felt more like I was singing, you know, right. not just like mouthing the words. Yeah. Um, I remember that when I was in like middle school chorus yeah. or something. Do you I know was, what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying because I tried to be a baritone. Yeah. Because, because that, that meant you were cool and, yeah. and like big burly dude, but I wasn't like, I, I, I like tenor was where I needed to live I and I could actually tenor. sing and, mm-hmm. you know, in that range. I mean, I could, I could pretend to be a baritone or pretend yeah. to be a bass, but it felt like I was, it wasn't my sweet spot. I yeah, felt like I was just, faking it. Yes. Thank. Yeah. You just <laughs> said all that way better than I did, but. <laughs> no, I just, I was, as you were saying it, it I'm all came back to me. I'm glad you got what I said. Yeah. I felt like I was faking it. And I, and, Cause that's why I was like, I know I can sing. Like, yeah. why do I feel like I'm terrible? You know? So yeah, I went to alto and I did that. And then Wesley approached me with this one song. I can't even, I don't even remember what it was. And I remember he wanted me to sing this, this song. And I, it's kind of cool to remember the way I felt because just seeing how far I've come, like sometimes it's nice for myself to remember these moments. But, uh, I remember there was this wooden podium in the front of our church and I literally stood behind that and just held my mic (laughs) and just prayed. And I sang the song. I sang the solo. And, oh, I kind of skipped some parts. But (laughs) (laughs) so Wesley was like, I want you to sing the song. And yada, yada, yada. And so we practiced it one time after choir. And he's like, Chelsea, the song's perfect for you. You're going to do it. And I was just like, I don't don't know. I was like, okay, I guess I could do it maybe in a few weeks, you know. He's like, no, you're doing it this Sunday. You're already in the bulletin. And I was like, (laughs) what? We've already printed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we've already printed it. I was like. I didn't agree to this. So um, he's like, you're going to make me look really stupid yeah, if you don't do yeah, this. If Joe sings it and not Chelsea. You know? <laughs> so, so yeah, I get up there and, um, but yeah, this is where I was saying is that I was so timid that I stood there behind that podium. Like I didn't move. Like I was like, I'm just going to stand right here, you know, kind of hide behind this podium. <laughs> and I mean, everyone in the choir was just like, where, what have you been doing? You know, like, why haven't this, why is this your first solo? And you just finish and everybody's mouth is just like wide open staring at you. Not not on that. Well, yeah, that one, I guess, but (laughs) it was really the one that was the turning point for me was, um, there's a song called what a beautiful name by Hillsong worship. And I was driving in my car one day and I heard this song for the first time. And I was just like, this is an awesome song. I was like, I know I can sing it and I want to sing it, but I was like, you know, I'm going to send it to Wesley, see what he thinks. And um, he got the music for it like the next day. And he was like, and you're going to sing this song. And I was just like, it's already in the bulletin. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, did I really just set myself up for this? Um, but I felt God telling me to do that kind of felt like he was like, this is your song. Mm. Like, and Essentially, it kind of ended up being my song at my church because we sang it for Easter. I sang it the first time for Easter, and it was just like, that was my turning point. I mean, people were in tears. They were like, I mean, they they stood up at the end. It was just like, for the first time, I felt like, oh, my gosh, I found my niche. Like, mm-hmm. this was the song that I was supposed to sing, and this was my turning point. And it was kind of like once I realized Once I saw people's reactions to me singing, I was kind of like, okay, maybe I could do this, you know? And we, I ended up singing that song for our big Christmas thing. And it like just grew. Like every time I sang that song, it was just like, I got more gratification from people. And so I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. So that's where it kind of grew was I was like, maybe I could do this professionally. And I was like driving home with mom one day after choir practice. I was just like, what if I did try and do this? Like, where, where do I start? You know? (laughs) 
she's just like, well, I mean, I don't know. And I, I don't know. It was just kind of, I just vaguely remember telling her that. But How long ago was that? Okay. So that was probably, it's all a blur. But <laughs> Sounds like prob- it's been moving pretty fast for you. It has. Yeah. Uh, that was probably three years ago. Okay. Okay. Cause like 2019, I have to do this thing. 2019. <laughs> I'm going to sing it for the first time on Easter on 2018. Okay. And then I sang it for Christmas. Then I sang it for Easter again. Then I sang it for, because we have like a Christmas cantata thing every year, um, except for last year. But, Hmm. um, and so I sang it every time. Almost every time I sang another song that I I forgot about that one, but it, tell you the name of it. I'll but. tell you what I love going to the Christmas Eve service uh-huh. and and seeing seeing the same guy or the same gal mm-hmm. sing the same song every <laughs> yeah. the, like the soloist. And I'm like, here we are back again. But I know. The, the, and sometimes I'm kind of like I feel like people are gonna get sick of me singing this song. And but it becomes that thing you look forward to. It's uh, like yeah. oh, I'm gonna go because I want to hear Chelsea sing this yeah. year. You know? I know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. That it's like it's like yeah. It, that's really how it got because someone after the first year I sang "What a Beautiful Name." The second year we did it, we had someone you know those like people that paint while music mm-hmm. is going on. So we had someone paint that, and that was really moving. Um, and I was uh, mine was the last song. So like I ended the thing. So I was like, that was pretty cool. But isn't it crazy too, when the congregation is so moved by a song that yes. they clap? Oh, I stand up or <laughs> stand cry. Up, yes. if, if anyone cries, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like I, I want people to cry. Um, and it feels like such a, everybody knows they're supposed to be on their best manners and behavior mm-hmm. at church, but when they just don't care yeah. and they get up and start clapping <laughs> yeah. it because you moved them so much, yeah, it's gotta be an awesome feeling. Oh, it was an awesome feeling. And so I guess from there, I, um, I don't really know if I even sang, it went pretty quick from there. I mean, literally, I don't even remember. I remember singing in the Christmas thing. And, oh, I did sing with a guy. We actually did what a beautiful name with the, um, I can't even remember what song it was. Agnes Day? I don't know. No. Mm. So we put them together. and oh, like was, a mashup? Well, kind of. Yeah, it was. And um, I ended with What a Beautiful Name. That was, So that was kind of cool. We like just a did, medley of sorts? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From what I remember. Yeah. Um, and um, that was my last solo there, actually. Um, that was Easter two years ago, maybe? And then it started I becoming think. a job? and or like, Yeah, so then I kind of I got thing. in. I did that competition. I had that competition mm. thing. And then I met with Jack and that's when I met Travis. Travis Pirate. Yeah. So that was kind of the turning point was when I met Travis, because then it was more so, okay, you're going to be an artist, Chelsea. It went from me being a really good church singer right. to who are you? Like, do you, <laughs> who are you? Like, if you're going to take this further, you got to be an artist. Now you got to be a singer. You got to be a songwriter. You have to find that, you know? And I think, that's a big difference just personally that I had to deal with because it was like I went from just singing a song that I heard in church and doing what I was supposed to do or doing what I was told, you know, to being like, oh, my gosh, it's like I'm free. I can sing if I want to do a if I want to go towards country music or if I want to do contemporary Christian music, I was like, it's up to me, you know? Yeah. And so originally I was thinking of doing contemporary Christian music because I got really into it. I got really into like Hillsong worship and I'm so distant from all of it now because it's just like country is now where I'm at. Right. Um, but I got 
really into a lot of diff- Meredith Andrews, just some big contemporary, Natalie Grant. Um, so, yeah. And so I did start to sing at other churches. I forgot mm, about that. Okay. So I started singing at other churches and just getting more opportunities for singing in front of people. Um, and then from there, yeah, after I met Travis, it was kind of like, I'm putting down a country record. How'd you get hooked up with him? The, uh, Jack, the Jack from uh, Merle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were two... Well, I had met with a few different producers mm-hmm. locally, but they were just, I just don't think they were my fit. Um, and so there was a guy from Nashville that Jack introduced me to. And then I met Travis and I mean, Travis just, I remember I was at the beach and I knew he was going to be intense from day one because he was like, how many songs have you written? Like, you know, <laughs> I went back and I looked at all your videos and I'm like, all of them? <laughs> like, I just talked to you yesterday. Like I just messaged you on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Oh, and I knew Andy Wood. Yeah. I forgot about Andy. Um, He's been here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Andy. Uh, so, yeah, I knew him before I met Travis, too. And so I, like, reached out to Andy and I was like, hey, what do you what do you think about Travis Wyrick? <laughs> he was like, he's a really good friend and he's a fantastic producer. And I was like, yeah. all right, I trust you. I think you landed with the best in the biz. Oh, yeah. You know? For sure. And what's interesting about Travis, too, is, you know, he's he's been out in the, you know, top 40 world. He's worked with Dolly Parton, of course, but mm-hmm. also – you know, in, in the contemporary Christian space and, and Christian rock too. Yeah. So it was kind of a perfect fit for me. It's a great fit. And, um, so I met him and then I just, I knew vocally he was going to push me more than anybody could. And that's what I needed. I wanted to be the best, like, you know, take, here is Chelsea, you know, four years ago, like I want to be, or, you know, you know, Carrie Underwood or whatever, you know? Um, and so, yeah. So he was just like, So we started writing or I started writing and it was like I wrote my five songs on my record in a few weeks. Yeah. The EP is called Chase This Wild Dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like it. Thank you. I listened to it on my way back from Charleston yesterday and I listened to it today, too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was we put a lot of work into it. And um, Travis recorded all those with you. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I wrote all of them. I I didn't write. Well, I mean, Travis and Andy helped me with like goodbye for the last time. Andy Wood. Mm-hmm. So um, he's well, working on your records too. Well, lyrically, I wrote all the songs, right? But you know, they kind of uh, like Andy got in there, and I had melodies to these songs. But I was just like, I want to make this one, you know, you know, like Travis would be like, we need to make goodbye for the last time. Like, we need to put some carry on that, or you know, we need to make it. Uh, you know, just big. And cause I kind of had it more of like sad <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, that's a good idea, you know? And so, um, and then daddy's little girl just, Oh, I love the way it, it, I still to, to this day. It is. Um, I love the dobro. I love the steel guitar. Yeah. Like Travis was like, I'm so glad I met you because he was like, you want country, you know? And I was like, I do like, mm-hmm. I want the pedal still. I want all those things that I grew up on. Yep. And I feel, I feel like people are just really eager to hear country. I'm not saying country music is, is such a broad, like genre now. And it's like, you know, some people go more of the pop country and then some people it's like more folk or whatever. But I knew that I wanted to have elements of kind of both mm. or try and do, um, you know, but I'm not a twangy artist either. So right. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be that either. 
Um, the first artist I thought about when I heard you was Dolly. Yes. Because it just seems seems like the, the Jolene days, Dolly, mm-hmm. your voice kind of reminds me of that a little thank bit. Thank you. Just made my day. Well, well no. I mean, it, it, <laughs> well, a, a lot of similarities. I have gotten that a lot and mm-hmm. I am so like thankful to get that. But in the studio, actually, that was our thing is, is Travis would be like, Tulsi, he was like, daddy's little girl. He was like, my wife, Kimberly, listened to that, and he, she was like, she sounds like a young Dolly. Oh, my gosh. You know, and I was like, <laughs> you know. And um, and when I hear that one back, I can kind of hear, like, because Travis pushed me to do that, like, growing up. <laughs> like, I'm like, so, I'm like, how do I sing soft and crunchy and all these things all at the same time? You know, it's like you're in the vocal booth just, like, doing these weird things. I don't even know. Contorting your body yeah, to be loud yeah, I'm just and like, quiet. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, when I, but yeah, Daddy's Little Girl, when I heard that one, I mean, the first time I heard, like, the final when oh Travis Toy played pedal steel on it, and then so after we got um, Will Carter played mandolin. No, Will, that's on Will's Chase This too. Wild Dream. Sorry, I did not. Chase have This Wild Dream reminds me a little bit of. Have you heard uh, Lay Lady Lay, the Bob Dylan song? Uh, yeah, I have. It, it, mm-hmm. It's kind of that minor key kind of yeah, vibe with, with a little slide in it. Mm-hmm. It sounds it's so It's hard good. to sing. Is like, it? Well, actually, that one is harder to sing because it's so soft. Like, they say, you know, it, it's just as hard to sing soft as it is big. I because bet. I bet it's harder. It's, like, delicate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that song was very, like, he wanted me to be dolly soft on that one. Really? Like, yeah. So, anyways, in the studio, he would always just be like... Uh, what would Dolly do, Chelsea? Let's put some Dolly on that <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> and I was like, okay. He's like, Chelsea, is it okay if I cuss? And I'm like, sure. I'm like, my dad does. You know? um, but anyways, uh, so yeah, we that was always our saying in the studio was, what would Dolly do? And um, yeah, so um, I don't even, there, yeah, Travis was amazing. And then we did a cover of Why Not Me. We went through different ones. I was actually going to do What a Beautiful Name. Mm. I thought about doing, uh, because I've always wanted to record my own version of that song because it's so special to me and because I just felt like that song, like, I'm like, I should have recorded this, man. Yeah. And uh, Hillsong is, are they Australian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it a collective of different musicians Mm -hmm. or how does that whole thing work? I've always been confused by that. It is. So they have like Hillsong Church, Hillsong Worship. Yeah. It's like a huge brand. Oh yeah. It's huge. I actually went to see the Outcry tour at Thompson Bowling Arena and they performed, um, Carrie Job was there and yeah, I got really into the contemporary Christian music industry and I like, that's really where I thought I was going to go. And now I look back on that and I'm just kind of like, I don't, I, I feel, I feel exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know, which is great. Yeah. And not that I can't sing those things either. Like I'm singing for, I still want to obviously keep faith in my songs and it, a lot of it crosses over too. So like Chase's wild dream, you know, like look up to the one who matters. I say that in my song. So it's like, it's very uplifting and encouraging. Um, you know, it's different than praise worship, praise and worship music, but you know, you've got God's country, you've got, uh, so many more, but, um, it does cross up Jesus take the wheel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like there's also this, like if you're going to be making, praise and worship music, it has to kind of, you got to commit to that a hundred percent. You do. You can't do both. Yeah. Because yeah. But if you do kind of contemporary faith ish 
bass music. Yeah, it can kind of appeal to, to everybody, right? Exactly. You're not and just. I, you're, and I knew I had to make that decision. Right. I knew I couldn't do both very quickly. I was right. like, oh, wait, I can't do both of these. Yeah. So, well, because it is different. Praise and worship mu- music is different, you know. And there were elements about it, too, that I was just like, I don't know if this is me. Like, I don't. I get, I'm very like, I'm very open about my faith, but I'm also like in church and stuff. Like it was very hard for me to like express, like, I feel like if I sing a Christian song, I'm not like, you yeah. know, just uh, people can't see all that. Or, yeah, yeah. No, like I'm not yeah. like that at all. And so that was really, you know, there are people that are called to do that. And like I said, I just feel like I'm in the right right place and when I sang well also Travis told me in the studio this was like the first or second day he was like Chelsea your voice is just country he's like you have an amazing (laughs) he was like you have an amazing country tone I remember him telling me that and I was like I know and so then from then I was just like all right I want to and I knew I wanted to put out a record that was not just praise and worship because that really limited me as far as where I go with it. So that's why I was like, okay, I know I want to put out a country record. And, um, so we did. And I, uh, yes, I mean, I, I mean, there are so many songs. So I'm singing for the, uh, flower, Dollywood's flower and food, faith, flower, food, and faith. (laughs) And barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I hope I don't ever have to say the names of these things. Um, They like the alliteration. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Flower and food. I don't even know. Some some festival. (laughs) And it has faith in there, though. I know somewhere. Um, The Flower, Food, and Faith Festival. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So I will be singing there this May. And so I will get to sing some. I'm going to sing What a Beautiful Name. Awesome. um, Aaron Tracy is actually playing with me on on that gig. That's going to be on May 19th. And then I might actually get to uh, do more days because the festival is like a month. And this Mm. guy was like uh, Roger White, who actually reached out to me which is really awesome. It's awesome when people That's reach fun. out to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, he um, he he called me one day. He was like, can you talk? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, would you want to do this at Dollywood? And I was like, yes, you know. And then he we um, I'm hoping to get to do the fall one too. There's a big fall like pumpkin, lumineer. I'm, I don't even know if you've, it's been forever since I've been leaves, to Dollywood. Leaves, lumineers. Yeah, leaves, li- <laughs> I'm like, great. Um, but no, the fall one would be really awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'll get to sing What a Beautiful Name this May. And I'm like, I got to clean That's myself up on my song. Yeah. 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 And um, so I'll get to do just like, uh, I'm going to do Chase This Wild Dream. You know, that's like very positive. I have to do positive. You know, I can't do like fancy, but. <laughs> well, I, I noticed, did I, did I see on Spotify that you also uh, recorded Oh Holy Night? Is yes. Right? Okay. How could I forget? Thank you. You yeah. know more about me than I do now. <laughs> There's a lot out there now. And there you, is. you got a lot to keep I, up yeah, with. Yeah, <laughs> you forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh Holy Night. Okay. So um, I, so when I was recording my record, we recorded Oh Holy Night in the midst of all that. Gotcha. Um. I, and I, I was, I, well, okay. So Mike Hammond too is just my, my person too. Like whenever I'm overwhelmed in the industry, I tell him everything. Like, I'm just like, I can't do this, you know? And he's like, Chelsea, <laughs> come on now, like get it together, you know? <laughs> but he also just like lets me vent, you know? Cause it's just, I mean, it is, it's just like day in day out. You're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know? It's gotta be a lot of emotions and a oh, lot of it's, questioning if you're doing the right thing. It's like and- ups and downs. One day I'm like, Oh, I got this. Like great things are happening. And then the next day I'm just like, I don't have this. <laughs> and so it's like, I live in a, 
it's like a movie. I'm like in a movie. I don't know. It's you, you can feel crazy. A roller coaster a of ro- emotions. Yes, yes, which should be a next song, I think. Um, so anyway, so Mike, he mentioned to me just very, he is very to the point and he was just like, I can hear you singing Oh Holy Night. Hmm. And I was like, that's one of my favorite ones. And there it was. I didn't even really like, there wasn't really another one that I was like, no, I want to do this one. Or I didn't really, I didn't really have a lot of going back and forth. It was like, okay, I'm going to do this one. So I started listening to just different versions of it. And Martina McBride was, hers was my favorite. And so we kind of mimicked that one a little bit. Like mm. that was my key. Yeah. Um, Takes a lot of range, right? Oh, it's such a hard song to sing. So yeah. I was very scared of the note, you know. The, yeah. And the falsetto one. Well, just that really big one at the end, yeah. you know. And um, so we cut that one in like three hours. Nice. I, yeah, I think that what we that's did, making moves right there. Yeah. So we did, and that was the day. That was I just went in there on a Friday morning, and we just cut the Christmas song. And um, later on, he sent it to me, and I was just like, "That's me." You know, <laughs> Travis was like, "See what happens when you put your all into your big girl voice," you know. And I'm just like, "Yeah." He's like, "But at first, you were afraid of that note." He's like, "But I finally got you there." You know. Sounds like he's pretty hard on you. He's very hard on me. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I mean, people hear that. Well, this past December, it was played on WIVK. Oh, that's awesome. By Gunner. So that was what a way to end my year. I mean, that's like, I mean, especially being from here. I mean, you know, I mean, I've wanted to meet Gunner. Like he is a hard person to get a hold of. Really? Yeah. He's just, he's not techie. He's not, you know, he's just kind of. He's not on Twitter all day. Yeah. He's, he's a, he's a low key, like awesome human being. He lives in Blount County, right? He does. And so I finally did a podcast with, um, Jennifer, who is the daytime of WIVK. I did a podcast with her back in October, I guess. And I loved her. We just kind of became friends and she was just like, I want to help you in any way. And, um, her favorite was actually Chase this wild dream. I have a lot of people tell me that. It's a good song. I should, you know, do a video. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, so I got with her and then at Christmas I was just, I kept emailing Gunner. Like you just have to be persistent and you feel crazy because you're like, Oh my God, he's probably so sick of getting this. But at the same time, either he doesn't get them or he's got so many. Can you imagine how many emails Gunner gets a day? So I sent it to Jennifer and I was like, can you try and get this to Gunner? (laughs) And she actually mentioned it. She was like, I'll give it to Gunner. You know, like what every artist wants it to get to Gunner. And I was shopping, Christmas shopping on, it was a Thursday and I don't answer phone calls if it, if I don't know the number, like it, they'll just leave me a message because yeah. you get so many spam calls now. Oh yeah. So it was this unknown number and I was like, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna answer it. But that Tuesday, Jennifer had also texted me and she was like, so be expecting a call from Gunner this week. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, he's heard about you. And I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like so excited. I mean, I remember the day, like it was Tuesday, you yeah. know? So, um, he, so I still didn't answer it. So I get the call again and I'm like, okay, I'm going to answer this. So I answered, I'm like, hello. And he's like, Hey, this is Gunner from WIVK. And I was just like, oh my gosh, thank goodness I was not like in the bathroom or doing something, you know, I'm like walking to my car and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I immediately got nervous. Like I was just, yeah, like it was just like excited and it was just like, oh my gosh, like what does he want? Like, you know, I mean, it's just so stupid, you know? 
you know, it's, just, it's important though. I mean, when you get it, th- that kind of career moment, it that kind is. Of- it was just I was like giddy. It was just like the. I mean, it was just awesome. So, I he was like, "Well, we're gonna play you in the prime hour," and I nice. was like, "He was like at five thirteen or something," and you know, we kind of were talking more, and he was just like Chelsea, like off the air. He was just like, "I am on your team." And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. So I told him Mike Hammond, you know, was the program director. And so uh, Gunner was like, you tell Mike Hammond. So he knew Mike Hammond. He was (laughs) like, please let me know where I fit in your puzzle. And I was like, you do. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Yeah. So that was just I was so that was the best. Like, literally, that's one of my favorite days so far. Yeah. I mean, that is the day that I remember. I remember I got off the phone with him. He was playing my song that day. I immediately posted about it. And I called Dot Dot. And I (laughs) called. dot dot and I was like I was crying and I was just like oh my gosh Gunner is gonna play my song oh holy night like tune in and that's when everyone even like locally was just like they're like oh my gosh we're tuning in now it was just I it was just surreal like I can't even yeah did you listen when it came yeah, on, yeah. So, so my, was it at five thirteen? It on was a, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So that we, that makes sense. That's when everybody gets off at five. They're in their car, but before they get home, exactly, exactly. Yeah. They call it like prime hour. Yeah. They're, they're like, if you if you put advertisements on the air, like that's when it's more everybody. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mike and I had gone to have a beer, I think, and I was I, I couldn't even focus on anything else. I was just like, I'm so excited. Yeah. And he was like, You should be. And so me and him sat in my car and. Because I I just envision being in my car, hearing it on the radio, you know. And so he sat there with me. And I mean, I cried. And Did you? I got the video. And uh, I mean, yeah. So so that's kind of the next thing, too, is that um, I actually met Gunner like six years ago, mm. which is kind of crazy. He and his wife live in Blount County, and they found this little dog. And my dot dot and I, I was young. We were going to go look at dogs that morning. And he had just dropped off this dog at the pound or something. And so dot dot had gone into the pound, gets this dog or didn't get the dog that day. But the pound was like, oh, we just got this new dog. There's someone bringing it over. So what do you know? We met Gunner and got the dog and his name's Toby. Like my dog. No way. I'm not kidding. Isn't that just like so awesome though? Like how he came. It's like. It all circled back around, and I told him that. I'll go I, – I didn't say it on the air, but I was like, do you remember that little dog that you found? He goes, oh, my gosh. He goes, yes. I go, that was me and my grandmother. And he was like, oh, my gosh. So so your grandmother has dot uh, – so, so dot dot has Toby now? Yeah, and he's the That's cutest nuts. And he's the cutest little dog. And I was like, I'll send you guys a picture of him. So now I just feel like I know him even more. Yeah. And, but he is such a nice person, but it was crazy. And I was so glad he remembered and cause it'd have been awkward if he was like, you're crazy, you know, but yeah, this little dog, he's so cute. I love Toby so much, but, um, yeah, so that was crazy. So, um, and then he told me like recently, like we still like keep up with each other and he, he actually commented on one of my posts and he was just like, Chelsea, he's actually commented several times, but I've like saved them because I'm like, never have days of just like, what am I doing? I like read different things, you know, just to kind of yeah pick stay, me yeah, yeah pick stay me on up, the stay on the path yeah. yeah. And he was just like, "You are the total package." And he was like, "I know That's with awesome. the right help that our Maryville girl, which is awesome that it's not Knoxville, because I'm yep. like, I am from Maryville. I'm not. It's not Knoxville, right. so it's kind of cool that I, I mean he used that. And I was like, I like that, you know. And um, that's the thing that I think is so cool about 
this this community that's rallying behind you. Mm-hmm. You've got all the players mm-hmm. that that are so proud of where they live, and they're so proud to see somebody like you. Who's got it? Like, yeah. You know? oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just so surreal and so humbling, like I said. And, um, but yeah, so hopefully, whenever we do my Daddy's Little Girl music video release, um, he told me that um, it's going to, uh, he's going to give me a plug. Nice. So, so, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, we're going to get it played on WIBK. And it's just such a big radio station. I mean, it's just like it's huge. huge. It's, it's huge to get even get your song played once. You know, it's like. It's the last one on the right of the dial. It's 107.7. <laughs> it's the strongest it's radio a, yeah. station around. It's the one everybody can hear for miles exactly, and miles and miles exactly. in every direction. And they're like competing with. I mean, they're up for an ACM. So really? it's like, yeah. Um, I mean, I think they've won several, but um, actually I just saw two where Gunner is in the, um, it's not country radio hall of fame, but it's like Tennessee radio. He's been around hall. since I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Probably. I'm 35. He's been around for. You're really young. He's been um, around 20 years. Yeah. At least. <laughs> I think years, I think his thing said like 30 years. He's been. Really? He, yeah. He's. I remember him. <coughs> he's like seven feet tall, right? Yeah, he or, looks or was like I just Alan, really small? He looks like Alan Jackson. He does look like Alan Jackson, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. I think he's got it. That's probably when he when he chose his style was probably right around the same time. Yeah, like Alan Jackson Alan was Jackson. killing it. Yeah. Me too. And I'm sure he gets that all the time, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, so that was really cool. And then 97.5 started playing it. Which and, was, and that's Merle? No, no 97, 97.5 is with oh. uh, like 102.1, 104. 97.5 is like the easy B, listening. Yeah, B97.5. That's where Delilah's on it. Yes, night. Yeah. yes. I never got to, I mean, I wanted to get it to her, but I don't even know how to reach her. Maybe next year oh, or maybe this year. <laughs> I listened to a podcast about Delilah. Oh, really? About three months ago. Oh, really? Fascinating story. Really? She's got like 15 kids and she records her show from her farm in, I think it's Washington she State. She has 15 kids? Yeah. Some of them are adopted. Maybe all of them are adopted, but some it's something crazy like that. Oh my god! She had like five or six husbands. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy because she's got like the, you're going to find love one day vibe going on. Yeah. It's fascinating though. I bet, I bet you could get a hold of her. I, I bet I, you could. I, well, you know, it's <laughs> even, on the, list. even though she's the most popular radio dj in america i think it's washington state oh i think okay doesn't matter she's in every every household every big market she's in she's syndicated in like 170 different markets in america or something like that so if you if you could get her everybody would know your song oh yes absolutely that's on my that's on my list I think you can do it. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, as a as a, a father of girls, yeah. you know, like your song, that song particularly mm-hmm. meant something, you know, to me to listen to. And yeah. I can see how it'd be a big, I can see how people would play it at their weddings, mm-hmm. one, you know, and all that. It's, yeah. And it's then something special about dads and dads girls, and something. Yeah. Dads yeah. What I about think, TikTok? Well, so TikTok, they're like, well, I was saying this earlier, but there's like, uh, well, TikTok is so the new thing right now, and I've had to like be like, "What is this?" Yeah, and do I, I do I resist it yeah, or do I like, lean I'm into it? I'm not going to do dances or anything. So I just got a username because well, Jack has two girls, and so they've I learned a lot from them, and because I spent a lot of time with them and Rose and Zinnia, and they uh, they were like, "No, this cool thing called TikTok." They're like, "You could go viral on this," and I was like. Okay, tell me more, you know. Yeah. And um, I mean, Rose would always be doing these dances like in the grocery store. And like, I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, it's like they're just like, you know, 
And um, so finally, I realized that people were using my song. So I would just search Chelsea Berry on TikTok and it comes up sounds. So I realized it started off at like 15 or something. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And now there's like 140, I think. Nice. Yeah. And so. What do we um, call it? The Daddy's Girl Challenge? Da- yeah. <laughs> Daddy, yeah. Daddy's Girl Challenge. It needs a good name or something. I mean, something. Um, I might take that. You should take it. You <laughs> okay. should do it. That's what all the other <laughs> ones do. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so people are, are they dancing to your song or are they dancing with their dads well, to the song? What, what the is real, it? The cool thing about it is that it's, it's also people that have lost their dad, mm. which, which is really cool. I mean, not cool that they've lost their dad, but cool that they are still connecting with it. Although mm. it's maybe sad to them, but I've guys, when you go through and look at them, it's sometimes like, um, they'll be posting pictures of them and their dad and it's kind of like a, they're honoring them a little yeah. bit. So that's, that's really neat. That's and, awesome. and what was really so neat is that these people, I don't know, like mm-hmm. they're all over and I'm like, it's not like they're just supporting the Maribel yeah, girl, right? And, and they that, like, they and, found you on your own merit. Yeah. And like, there's a different, like, I obviously I I want everyone to support me, but it's awesome having hometown support, but it's really awesome having people that are like, oh my gosh, like this new girl, this new artist, you know, like her song just really spoke to me. And, you know, it's just like, that's making fans. That's making, you know, getting your music more out there. Like, that's just, that's, it's just really cool. It's earned, right? Yeah. You earned it (laughs) Mm -hmm. with, by making good music and getting in the right people's hands. Well, and it's just, yeah, it like validifies that. You're kind of like, okay, so I did something right on this song, you know? (laughs) And, um, so yeah, like I kind of forgot what I was saying, but, um, oh, but yes, there's this one video where a little girl is walking down the aisle and like, I don't, it's a, maybe her mom's wedding dress. I don't know, but it's so cute. It's one of my favorites. And she's just walking down the aisle with flowers and it's, my song is playing to that. And so like, that's, that's one of them. And then there's, there's actually a bunch of them where their dad has passed away and they're just like kind of honoring him. And, um, I surprisingly (laughs) have, yeah, it really is. I surprisingly have several to why not me too. And those are (laughs) very funny. Um, That's more of the, like, that's more of the Carrie Underwood uh, well, baseball bat. Yeah, <laughs> type it is. But, lyric, right? But surprisingly, it's a lot of women in like women that look like they're from the 80s kind of. Like, I don't know, you'll have to go Shoulder watch. pads. You'll have to go watch them. They're pretty entertaining, <laughs> but hey, either way, they listen to it and connect with it. I'm all for well, it. Well, what's that what's that song about? Why not me? Why not me? Well, it's just saying, you know, if you're talking about a relationship or a guy and you're like, "Hey, what why not me?" you know, yeah. like I'm good enough for you or whatever. And um so that song was actually written in 1984. So before my time. I so that's the, that was your cover. That was my cover that I did. Who, who sang it originally? The Judds. Know? Oh yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, that's another thing that I've really gotten into is I like, I get, I, well, I, my last show, I said old country mm. and someone in the audience was like old country. And I was just like, well, I mean old for me. And so it turned into a joke, <laughs> but it was like audience participation. Yeah. It was like awesome. Cause I'm like, okay, if they're talking back and we have funny things to talk about and, um, <laughs> They were like, you are not old, you know, <laughs> and I was just like, OK, 90s country, you know, classic country, whatever. I don't know how to describe it anymore, but like, you know, Faith Hill, um, Trisha Yearwood, yeah. the Judds, uh, what else? and like a lot of that's in my set. I nice. sing a lot of um, 
uh, fancy I, Reba. Yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of those songs I, I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have some current stuff, but it's, it's mostly. And what I've realized is at my shows, people just... They love those songs and they just like Shania Twain. I mean, I grew up on Shania Twain's record. I remember right. listening to that song, the, her albums just over and over and over. And, and so, yeah. So I remember, um, I don't know. I've just really connected to that. I've kind of found my niche yeah. with that kind of music. And that's kind of what I sing out and I'll see people like singing with me and that's really cool. And, um, but it feels like you you don't want to be a cover artist either, though, no. right? So there's got to be a balance there of like giving the people a little bit to to latch onto, but also I, getting I'm your also music a out writer. there. Yeah, yeah. It, that's yeah. got to be tough because I guess you don't want your following to just be people who want to come see you here fancy, no, you know, yeah, <laughs> something no. like that. You and, want them to hear your music. Something else too that I've realized the further that I've gotten into my own artistry and everything is that you know there's already a Miranda Lambert, there's already a Carrie Underwood, there's already a Sarah Evans. You know, it's like who is Chelsea Berry? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think what's so neat is I I've started to get that a little more lately that. I have my own sound. Um, There's this guy that, like I was saying earlier, you kind of feel creepy because you're just constantly networking. You're like constantly reaching out to people. And with social media, that's the one good thing about it is like, I will sit there and research. Like Jack actually gave me this book of every single country radio station in the United States. And um, it has their wattage, like wattage, yeah, wattage everything. How big yeah, they are. how big they are, yeah. and the the program director, the music director, wow. all of that. It's a really, really cool I, book. I bet. It's yeah. like and a goldmine for yeah, he, an he upcoming gave, He gave it to me. And um, so that that's, re- that's really neat. But anyway, so I've started like looking for these people on Facebook and I will just add them as a friend. That's like, awesome. It sounds stupid, but it no, works. But then they see when you post a song, you never know you when never they're, know. they're going to see it and say, we need to put her yeah, on the radio because it's happened. So I, wow. there are so many contacts that I've honestly made over social media. Um, there's this guy named Jeff Emery and actually their radio station is in uh, Bakersfield, California. It's wow. KUZZ. And I asked Mike, I was like, what do you know about this? He was like, that's a good one to be a part mm-hmm. of. So um, this guy, they're up for actually, they're running against WIVK, which is kind of crazy. Are they? Yeah. And so Jeff is actually a two-time ACM winner. And um, he, I invited him to like my music page and he did. And he, awesome. he reached out to me. Really? Yes. And he was like, you have a voice of an angel. And I was like, oh my gosh, can you help me? I'm like, it worked. Yeah. You know, I mean, some things don't, you know, I'll reach out to people and they, they won't. But, but a lot of times, like if you just go knock on the door, like you'll be surprised how many people, it's a lot of work. Trust Sometimes me, you, you got to send Gunner 12 emails. Yeah, before, you do. You know, before- I, I told him that I go, I've sent you like probably 20 emails, like <laughs> no joke. <laughs> You know what? Uh, talking about Bakersfield, California, yeah. where apparently they know you know you now. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> you're on the yeah, radio maybe, there too. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised when I lived in I lived in California for a couple of years. I was surprised at how big country was out there. Yeah, because it is. being from the South, I thought it was just a Southern thing. You think that Texas, you know? Yeah, but, but pop country, especially, mm-hmm. is is big out there. It is big. And KUZZ, apparently that's a pretty big radio station out there. And obviously, I mean, if they're nominated for an ACM, that means yeah. that they're doing something right. But, um, but yeah, I can't even tell you how many people I've reached out to Instagram. Uh, a lot of thing. Well, the big thing now, as you were talking about just original music is I've been writing, um, you know, I wrote those, the songs on my record pretty much lyrically, 
by myself. My mom helped. I should nice. give her a shout out. Your mom's? Yeah, no, mom. Mom is. Uh, she's a an elementary school librarian, and so she's pretty good with oh, words. Wow. Yeah, she's like super smart. Well, yeah, she is. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nah, 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 no. Mom is very smart, and um, I mean, yeah. So she. Like, if I'm like, can you write this bio for me or something? I just like, you write it, you know. You'd think I'd be better at all that, but I'm not. But, um, well, and I just have to delegate tasks anymore these days. I'm like, you're in charge of the koozies and the stickers, mom. <laughs> Dad, you're in charge of the sound. Like, it's, you have to. You cannot. I am to the point now uh, where you can't do it by it's yourself. too much. It's way, and it's getting busier and busier and i should mention that i actually work for retina specialists as oh, yeah. well that's cool so i work there i've worked there for eight years i think i worked there through college and so it's just my job and they thankfully i had my review actually the other day and uh my like clinical administrator he was just like he was like chelsea i saw you were in city view and everything and he's like how's everything going i mean like yeah. they know i'm not gonna be there and yeah. he's like you know actually he said this he goes i'm just wondering how much longer you're gonna be here and i'm like well i'm hoping this will be my the last year. Yeah. yes yes <laughs> i'm hoping this i go i don't mean that in a bad way he's like i totally understand you that's know? great to have that kind of support yeah and all the doctors like really support me too which is awesome um and uh so I kind of forgot. Oh, I'm off on Fridays. And so I, they really work with me too. And it's like, I don't have a lot of responsibility. Like I just go to work and come home. You know, it's like health insurance, which is great because yeah, musicians you, don't. Sure. Don't get that. Yeah. And it's nice. Also, I, I've learned with this podcast, like it's nice. It's nice to be able to leave work at work mm-hmm. and to be able to, to do something that you really love. Mm-hmm. It's like an outlet kind of. Yeah. And um, and I really do love my my day to day job. I, mm-hmm. I I love it to death. I mean, and it's not like I can really cut off and leave it. It's a creative kind of field. Uh, so you, you never get to turn it off. No. But it but it is nice when you have something where you can in the evenings, on the weekends, work on your other your passion. Passion. Yeah. So it's like that's the goal is that I want to like move forward with my life and uh, cause I'm just ready to move on, um, you know, and I've been there a long time and I'm just ready to it, spread my Well, wings. what's great is that it sounds like you have, I mean, what, three or four years you've kind of committed to this mm-hmm. and you're already seeing really great strides. Yeah. You've got really awesome people in your corner. It mm-hmm. sounds like, I mean, if you told me that, you know, Travis Wyrick, Andy Wood, and you know Will Carter were were yeah. were, were on your team. I'd say yeah, you're in pretty good shape. Well, and they you know they played on my record, so that was that was really neat too to for them to be a part of that process, you know. And um, I guess the thing with Retina too that I wanted to say was that it's also another community that supports me, yeah, which is really great. So we have like eight doctors in the practice. It's a huge practice, and everyone we have a lot of workers and they all like, they come out to my shows and they, you know, when I was on WBIR, they all like tuned in from the waiting room. Like, you know, they turned the TV on. And so it's, it's just another community that is, you know, cheering cheering me on. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I've also had the opportunity to um, really grow as a writer. I guess that's what I was saying is that my first songs were pretty much me writing Mm -hmm. lyrically and my mom, that's where I was. Um, (laughs) See, I knew I'd come back around. Um, So bad. We're going to put out all the fires. Yeah. (laughs) So bad. Oh my gosh. But, um, Anyways, so I have been writing with some people from the Knoxville Songwriters Association. What's that? I, well, it's like this 
So Mike hooked me up with a guy whose name is David Lauber, and he wrote for, like, Senator Baker. He wrote for uh, the Knoxville News Sentinel, and he's done a lot of other stuff. But so I first got hooked up with him, and him and his wife came to my show. It was so sweet. And um, we I started writing on Fridays with, with well, the KSA, that's what they call it. It's a lot easier to say because, you know, <laughs> I have a hard time with all those. Um, is that... Yeah. So like we, but with COVID they hadn't been meeting. So it was like, okay, well let's just meet on Fridays and help Chelsea. And so, um, <laughs> so I'm like, cause I need help. I need all the help, you know? And, um, so Karen Bowles is another writer that I've been writing with and then Bobby Johnston. And so the four of us, it's just, it's worked. We have, um, written several new songs that I'm like, so like, I cannot wait to get into the studio and record them. And not that my songs are like, it's just, I feel myself growing as a writer too, which is awesome. I'm finding more of my sound. I'm finding more of what I want to talk about. And they have just helped me like, structure it better mm-hmm. like more of knowing because no one taught me how to write a song you know like I just never I'm like okay this line needs to rhyme with this one <laughs> like how long does it need to be and like there really is like a formula in Nashville right. like it's like a song can't be longer than 3 30 you know try and put the core it's like this is what this is how to make hits and everything I mean you know you get to Nashville and that's kind of like what they they start to I guess it becomes formulaic it seems it like. does because why wouldn't you want to hit, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I'm a new artist and just think of all the artists that had, it's like a one, all it takes is one song. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got, I hope Gabby Barrett, you know, um, just Jesus take the will was Carrie's, you know, it's just like, it takes that one song to just kind of be like, wait a minute, who is this artist? And exactly. And then it takes off. My church was Marin Morris. You know, I mean, I remember hearing that song for the first time. I was like, who is Marin Morris? You know, and Kelsey Ballerini, love me like you mean it. Like it really is. There is a song. And like, once you can d- get that, you know, then you're just kind of like, Okay, like and like Mike really wants me to um, we're hoping to um, travel to Nashville in April um, to hope. Well, there's a guy named Drew Baldridge, which I actually think he's from Knoxville, too. But um, I want to write with him um, and just I just want to write with different people to just kind of get that feel because I've really enjoyed co-writing because like we've said earlier, I when I'm by myself, I get very distracted and I kind of need that accountability and I like I am a team player like I like working with people and that's just where I thrive and that's and I've realized that and so for me it's like I need to be writing with at least two other people one other person whatever I was Mm -hmm. like I know this is what I need to be doing this is where I get this is where I thrive yeah this is where I get work done you know and so we have a new song called Be Golden Mm. um, that I wrote with um, Karen well the KSA group that I've been meeting with on Friday and it's another positive uplifting song and it's maybe I can come back on the show and sing it totally because it's it's so I, I sang it at my last show and people literally like stopped talking. Really? Like they were just like, yeah, that's they a good stopped, sign. Yeah, they stopped talking. <laughs> I know, you know, beer just increases that. And so um, they really did. They they like listened to the words. And um, I think we had it was a good sign. And then I have another one that I wrote. I kind of had this idea for a while, but I really needed help like finishing it. That's the thing is like, it's hard to finish tasks if you don't have someone like, which is what Travis does to me too. Accountability. Yeah. You know, and, um, 
Well, and I just get so distracted. Yeah, I'm doing so many different things <laughs> yeah. that it's like, you know, I'm like, one day it's like promotion, Spotify, whatever. Then the next day it's like writing. Then it's like, oh, wait, I got to book gigs. Oh, wait, I got to get my subscribers on YouTube. Oh, wait, I need to know what I'm wearing for this. Or I need to do a photo shoot. Or I need to do a music video. It's just, it. it's just... It's a lot. And it's a lot in a lot of different directions. It too. is like nothing is like similar. It's like one person knows this. Another person knows this. I got like, you need an assistant. Yeah. I, <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm hiring. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's honestly what like Mike calms me down. Like whenever, mm. like I told Mike, I had literally, I think I had a mental breakdown in my last co-write because like, I know them so well now. I mean, I've cried. I've cried in my first co-write because it, I was writing about stuff that was just like a guy that broke my heart. And I mean, like recently, like last year. And um, I went through a lot with that. And so then I'm like, this is great writing material. I'm like, I got four <laughs> out of this one guy. <laughs> I might start um, dating again yeah, just to get some yeah, more material. <laughs> and I cried at my last co-write, not because of a guy or anything current in my situation, it was just that I feel so spread thin. I'm yeah. like, I just can't do yeah. it all. And they were like, Chelsea, why don't you take next Friday off? And I'm like, no, I need to write. Well, I texted them yesterday and I was like, yeah, I think take I'm going to take it off. You guys because, are right. Yeah. And so I um, I was going somewhere with all that. But oh, the, another song I have is Going to Rise Without You. That's another one that, I, that we've written that I'm like, I can't wait to record it because it's like I'm big city dreaming with my life ahead of me. And all you do is take my wings. It's very like empowering. Yeah. And so I think I'm just finding my sound a little bit, you know, like it's really awesome. Yeah. And like saying it aloud, it's even more awesome. Cause it I'm sounds like, I don't, awesome. cause sometimes like my first record, I was just like, what do I want to write about? Like, what do I want to say? It's gotta be hard to find your voice and also to not imitate everything else out there. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier about Daddy's Little Girls. I literally was just like, okay, who's our, who are important people that have influenced me? It's like, okay, my dad. Well, let me try and write a song about him. And then I started looking up different poems and stuff. And mm. so I kind of like used that as inspiration. And um, I've even found, like I've actually heard Andy Wood say that like video games <laughs> inspire him and his music. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad that I'm sitting there watching Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Or like Pretty Little Liars is a show that I, I know, guilty. I, I watched and I still, I bought the whole season. And that's just kind of what I do like before I go to bed. I just need to like, you know. Not even think about music yeah. or my career. Decompress. Yes, decompress. And some of the greatest songs are written about an episode of. Yes, of, and of I've whatever. like found some lines from there. I'm like, oh, I really like that. So I like wrote it down, and um, I'm like, I don't really know how you get them credit, but I mean, I don't know if it works that way. I don't know. I'm probably gonna get sued now. <laughs> they'll, they'll find you. No, they'll find you. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I found different ways to like that help my inspiration too. And so that's what I'm learning from different co-writers. And, um, uh, so yeah, I really want to get to Nashville and write with some people that are, I mean, are just so good at it. Like there's some songwriters like Hillary Lindsay, Lori McKenna, Ashley Gorley. I mean, they've written like 40 number one hits. Like just, yeah. it would be an honor to be in the same room with them and be like, how to, let, let me observe, like watch how they do yeah. this. You do know? you know Rory Feek? Do you know who that is? Yes. Yeah. My so, dad loved, we watched, my dad made me watch a whole like documentary on them. Yeah. Joe, from, Joey and Rory. Joey. I know it's yeah. hard to say. Joey yeah. And Rory. yeah. Yes. My dad was a, well, yeah. He yeah. showed me their music and songwriting. And yeah. They're really, really, were really yeah. good. Yeah. He's a, 
he does a lot of work with our production company. Oh, really? Yeah, we're, we're pretty close to him. Oh. Um, so if you ever want to meet him. Uh, that's a yes. <laughs> I want to meet him. I bet him. we could work it out. We could send him some of your stuff. Yes, tremendous writer. Yeah, yes. he's really great. He's, you know, I I think I started looking at, at him when I first became aware of him. Uh-huh. And I was... and. And it all came flooding back, all these songs that I have known about for 15 or, you know, 20 years. And you don't realize who writes them. I know. Yeah. And they can make a very good living writing these. They call it mailbox money. Mailbox money, baby. Because that's showing up. Yeah. I mean, how awesome would that be, though? Like if songwriter, like actually Hillary Lindsay has written so many songs, but they say, this is what I hear, is that, you know, she never wanted to be. She sings and she sings well, but she never wanted the fame. She never wanted. And I mean, it is exhausting going on tour night after night. You know, if you want a family, it's like, forget that. Well, you know, you can, but put them in the bus. But it's just it's tough. You know, it's a tough uh, life that you're always on the go. And I guess, you know, you have to be okay with that. And, um, you know, like someone the other day was like, Chelsea, you're going to have to find a guy that is okay with what you're doing and is okay being in the background. <laughs> I'm like, this is true. They're out there. They're out there because Dolly Parton, I mean, you don't you ever, ever heard of her husband. Uh, I don't no. even, honestly, I don't even know his name. Yeah. I don't either. Do you? I don't no. know. That's really bad that I don't, but I mean, uh, yeah, it's just like, you don't hear of the, unless, and I mean, gosh, if music artists dating music artists. Well, that never works out, you know, ever. Yeah, it doesn't really. I mean, really. Not, not much. But they're the ones that understand you, which is the crazy think, part. They understand what you're going through. You would think. I mean, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, I guess they've lasted. Yeah, but yeah. I guess. Trisha you know, and Garth. But oh, that's do not the Keith Urban, Nicole oh, Kidman yeah, okay, thing. Find, find yourself an actor. An actor. Mm, yeah. That's what you need to do. Yeah, I did have a big crush on Sam Hunt for a long time. I saw him at the Bijou Theater. Yeah. And that's when I knew he was going to be big. I'm like, this guy's going to blow up. And he did. <laughs> and I was, oh, I was just, Oh man, I wanted to meet him so bad. Um, but no, I would love to meet him. Yeah. 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 Rory. Roy. Yeah. Rory. R-O-R-Y. That's a tough one. I, yeah, I can't even say get, it. Get your I need to, to, I need to that. practice that before I meet him. Though. <laughs> yeah. I bet we could, I bet we could hook you guys up. I'll yeah. send him, I'll uh, send him something of your, I'll definitely remind you of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then my, my, well, the reason why I'm taking off Tomorrow is because I'm singing for the Knoxville Ice Bears game this Friday, nice. Saturday. The national anthem? I'm singing the national anthem, and I'm doing a little concert during the first intermission. Oh, fun. Yeah. So That's it's called cool. It's called the Country Off-Road Night. Nice. So I've had the opportunity, like, actually yesterday, I sat down and wrote down, so I've met so many people. <laughs> I've met so many people. <laughs> Distraction. Yeah, we got bugs falling down from the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really do. He's cute, though. Um, So I met so many people that I am getting to the point where I'm like, I need to start keeping track of these people because, one, I don't want to forget about them, that I know them. And, two, it's just like, you know, if you come to like, okay – I need a video person. Who is it that I know does this, you know? And so I tried to sit down yesterday and write down everyone that I've worked with so far. And I mean, I know I'm forgetting. I mean, they're just going to, it's going to be a continual list, you know? But um, a guy that I, I sang the national anthem for the ice bears last February and Dave feather, who is like the, I think he's the vice president of the ice bears or something. So he recommended me for this little gig. And so um, the, the guy that does their coordinating, like reached out to me about two weeks ago and I was just like, absolutely. Yes. And so we're going to do an acoustic show, Rob Lynch, who, um, 
I, he, I, I need to talk more about him. He does so much for me. He's like my side man, like my caddy. He's, I mean, literally like he, he is, he went to school uh, for music. And so he is very good with like, I'm like, what key am I in? Or what key is this person singing? And this is the key that I needed in. And, um, we spend hours practicing and he's the one that plays with me when I do a show or whatever. And when you do acoustic shows, acoustic or, shows. Yeah. yeah. Which is what I've been doing for so far in my career. And well, that's then, smart how, because it's somewhat sustainable. It's, it's not very, like you're traveling a big band. Well, and like, as Travis has always said, he's like, you have the voice to do that. Sometimes people don't have that. And I have always loved acoustic, like simple, you know, I'm country, but simple, like maybe a cajon or some per- percussion. But like, honestly, I've sang with a full band, but I don't like it near as much as really? I like just singing with a guitar player because I just feel like you hear the words. And I mean, well, maybe it's because I'm always with a band like at Smoky Mountain Brewery and you're like, I can't even hear myself, you know? Right. Clank, clank. Yeah. Clip it's beer, like t- talking. Trash, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> clank, clank. Yeah. So maybe that's the issue too. But um, no, I love just being me and a guitar. Like it's just, that's my niche, you know? Yeah, and and so, it's nice when people have, uh, when you have people's attention too. It is. When there's not 10 things for them to look at on stage. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, And so we're going to do a show and I'm going to do, um, so we're doing like a mashup of Fancy into Carrie Underwood's Drinking Alone. Nice. So I'm hoping someone, I'm, Mike is coming with me, so I'm like hoping he's going to, I'm sure he'll video it. Um, but we're going to do like Born to Fly by Sarah Evans, and we're going to do uh, You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt. So it's the intermission. How long is this? So they added time to it. So ah. they've been like, and what's so awesome is they've been promoting me. It's like free advertisement. That's so, great. Yeah. They've been promoting me on their website, awesome. on Instagram, Facebook, like so neat. I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Um, so yesterday I went to the gift shop to get an ice bear Jersey. Cause I'm like, well, I feel like I need to support them, you know? And I've been to a few games, but you're going to you know, wear the Jersey. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. wear the Jersey. Awesome. And my, my guitarist got one too. So now we're going to match. That's cute. perfect. Yeah. That's and so, so cool. Yeah. So, and so, um, cause we want them to have us back, you yeah. know, and you're doing the national anthem and too. And yesterday I met one of the guys that I've been communicating with and he was like, Oh, I meant to tell you, um, would you want to do the national anthem too? And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, it's like the dreaded, not the dreaded song, but it's, yeah. I have never been more nervous in my entire life than singing that last February. And so where was that? At the ice bears. bears. And I mean, literally I was so nervous and I, I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. And like, well, it's a tough one. Yeah. It's so tough. So what's harder? Oh, Holy night. Or, uh, I think the the national anthem anthem. And that's what Karen from my song, she was like, you did Oh Holy night beautifully, Chelsea. And I'm like, it's not that I don't think I can sing it. It's the pressure. It's like, Forgetting your words or starting in the wrong key. Like if you start in the wrong t- wrong key, you're screwed. You yeah. know, it's like, uh, but, but then again, like I told Rob today, I was like, I guess my internal music talent is not going to start on, oh, say, you know, like I'm not going to start that high. Does he have a pitch pipe for you or anything like that? Uh, no, I just, he's like, Chelsea, you've got great pitch. Come on now. And um, yeah, well, the national anthem, it's like, it spans like. The range is huge, right? So if you start off in the wrong spot. Exactly. So you've got to start like, <laughs> oh, say. I think that's where I That's the lowest one, right? Is say. Oh, say. Yeah. And then you have. Can to, you see? Yeah. And Rocket's Red <laughs> Glare is the yes, highest one. And then it gets even higher. <laughs> Does it? Oh, at the end, I think. In the Home of the Brave? Is that the. No, it's the one before out? that. Yeah. 
it's hard to go backwards, I, but but I did. I, I think I watched a documentary on the on the Star Spangled Banner. I, it is whoever like wrote that is probably like Francis Scott. Let me Key. just laugh right? at this. Wow, nice. Yeah. Though, he's probably right. like. I mean, I'm sure he's not living. Right. Right. Yeah. When when was it written? The Revolutionary War. Right. Oh, wow. Something like that, yeah. Oh, man. Well, he I was think probably so. like, right. let's make it really tough. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be hard. It's our, na- yeah. it's, our uh, it's it's our nation's And that's why so. I don't make fun of anyone. It, 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 if you get out there and sing it, you know, there's people that'll be like laughing or whatever. And I'm kind of like, I don't, I don't. Because it is so hard to stand there. Now, it's kind of like an adrenaline rush. Like last February when I sang it, like having thousands of people, that was the most I've sang in front of. And it is quiet. You can hear a pin drop. And all you can hear is just like my voice in this huge coliseum. Like that was really cool. And um, yeah, so now I have to do that Saturday. And I'm like freaking out. And my you were parents, fine with the intermission part. Yeah, I was it, fine with the intermission. I'm like, okay, I can sing Sarah Evans. I got this, you know. And then they're like national anthem. And even the guy that asked me yesterday, he was like, well, I was afraid to ask you because I know some people are just weird about it. And I didn't know if you wanted to do that on top of the intermission. And I was just like... I can't really say no because at this point in my career, like if I said no, I would be like, Chelsea, like, like I'm kind of a perfectionist. Like I want to push myself, you know? And so I know I'd be mad at myself if I said no, because I'm very capable, you know, like if I wasn't, you know, if they made me juggle or something like, (laughs) then I'd be like, okay, it's time to freak out. But I'm like, I can do this, you know? And, um, I know my parents would be like, what do you mean you didn't do this? My dad, honestly, well, that, that's how I work so well with Travis, though, is because my dad, um, he he's very tough, too. Like, because Travis would be like, when I yell at you, Chelsea, you do better. And I was like, he's like, I don't understand that. And I'm like, well, my dad yelled at me through softball, sports, whatever. And I was like, I guess it just works on me. And um, it, it sounds when you were talking about you, you and Travis and your interaction, it sounded like you were very comfortable in that space of. <laughs> yeah, I really am. It's kind of like, yeah, it's very weird. And he like my dad, like one day at my show, my something as simple as this. Okay. My guitar battery, I guess I lost it at the wedding that I sang uh, at a for week your pickup. before. Yes. Didn't have it. Luckily I don't play like Rob plays with me and I play on a few songs and like, I can play, but I'm not like, I can't sit there and belt belt out you know, hard songs and play my guitar at the same time. And so my dad, you should have seen the look he gave me. He was like, what do you mean you don't have your battery or whatever? And I was just like, I don't know, dad. He's like, well, where is it? And I go, if I knew, then it would be here. I mean, he just like glared at me and it was just like, okay. (laughs) So yeah, I guess that's why I'm used to that. But I don't know. But yeah, I'm so nervous about the national anthem. But. Don't be. It's an honor to be able to sing it in front of all those people. I know. You know you're going to kill fine. it. They picked it. They picked you because you're completely capable. I know. You're going like, to crush it. I guess. Yeah. And maybe people will just, it'll warm me up for the intermission too, which I think will be good. Yeah. And what's so great too is Saturday at two, we're doing a sound check. So oh, I think nice. after I do all that, I'll be much more relaxed, you know, because right. sometimes the sound stuff is what's, what is so nerve wracking because you're like. What do I do if this mic doesn't go through? Do I keep going? Like, do I stop? You know, you're kind of like, those are the things that kind of I've had to learn to just keep going. If I mess up, just keep going. Don't laugh about it. You know, sometimes I used to laugh about it. And yeah. Like, yeah. I will say there's nothing more beautiful than the national anthem mm-hmm. when saying beautifully, which oh. I'm sure you're going to do. <laughs> Thanks. No you pressure. are. You're going to kill it. Can I hit that? <laughs> <laughs> Flick it. 
Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Now he's going it, it, to. It's a stink bug. I don't know what happened. They're, they're coming out now that it's warmed up. I'm just going to push him. Yeah, he'll be okay over there. Okay. That's our buddy. I he know. walked all the way from me to you. I know he did. He came and he was like staring at me. I'm like, oh my gosh. I bet this is a ton of fun for the listeners. Yes. They're probably like, gosh, this, these people are crazy. And this is one of the first ones we haven't videoed. I, I, I wish we could have videoed this one. We'll have I'll to. come back. Will you come back? Uh, most definitely. I, I'd come I, back tomorrow. Well, well, maybe not tomorrow, but uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. After you sing the national anthem. Yes, please. Let me get um, that behind me. Yeah. Well, let's do it again sometime. I'm really interested because it's because you're you're just on the first part of your trajectory. It sounds like it seems like there's going to be a whole lot so. coming up in the next year or so. Yes. That's going to be big for you. Yes, and I hope so. I think we should do this again and catch up. I do too. Oh, um, what's your like? You're, you have a YouTube channel, you said? Yes. What's that? Oh, yeah. I can't believe I'm not rehearsed at this. It's like... I'm not either. I, I don't <laughs> well, remember my it's stuff. It's so funny. Like, Rob, my guitarist, he has this witty sense of humor. And I mean, as you can tell, I'm not like ditzy, but like at my shows, the banter between each song is something I am way more nervous about <laughs> than just singing. And I have said so many just funny things. And I had someone come up to me afterwards and they were like you know, you've got this just bubbly personality and it just works for you. And, um, and he said something else and I was just like, thanks, I think, you know, <laughs> and, um, and so I just kind of say whatever. And, um, but, uh, I kind of forgot what I was saying, but anyways, he was giving me a hard time the other day. Cause I went to Starbucks and he, and I was like, how do I order that for you? And he's like, well, you say, hi, my name is Chelsea Berry and I have a new record out called Chase is Wild Dream. It's available on Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> And so it's like I'm getting to the point where I like say it everywhere I go. It's like, hi, I'm Chelsea Berry. My record is called Chase's Wild Dream, you know. <laughs> but um, but no, I actually have a website and it has everything on it. So it's is it du- Chelsea Berry Music. Yep, it's W. Yeah, all the W's. And all then, the W's. And, and then, then Chelsea the Berry Music. Chelsea Berry Music And then um, I have Instagram, Facebook. I have YouTube, TikTok. You know, I don't do this. I, I well, think we should get the uh, Daddy's Little Girl Challenge yes. like, going. I, well, no, we do. We do. We just need to figure out my video stuff yeah. situation. But um, yeah, so TikTok, I do actually, I have started putting um, just videos from me singing though mm. and like not dancing. And it is kind of miraculous how it works because I got like 15 followers off of the video I posted my black velvet video and I was just like wow people must just sit on TikTok and scroll it's nuts yeah yeah it's it's really stuff can go viral pretty quickly on there it can and so yeah I don't do twitter I don't really even understand I don't know I don't do twitter uh, <laughs> I, I think guess, you're supposed to get on there and be mean to people yeah probably yeah, yeah. but I guess I guess that's it uh, facebook website youtube um yeah, Facebook, Instagram. And now TikTok. Yeah, now TikTok, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one, though. Um, Snapchat? Is that one? No. Yeah, I don't really. Um, I don't know much about that one either. I don't either. I I don't. I, I guess that's it for yeah, now. If, it. It, if I've forgotten something, I'll say it on the next video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, from five weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you came and did Thank this. You. I'm, it's been a pleasure to chat with you. It's and I'm been a lot of so fun. glad to know you. Yeah, I'm so glad to know you. Yeah. I look forward to many more. <laughs> I know, me too. Thanks a lot. Yeah. How was it? That was good. She was fun to talk to, man. She can go. I love that. That's the kind of people I'm looking for around here. Uh, check out Chelsea's stuff at all the places we just mentioned. 
And uh, keep up with us on Instagram, Patreon, the website, Facebook, wherever. We're around. Thank you guys for being here. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Pitch wire. Play me. Me.